as a pastoral resident at the house. Um, at the house, we are a college ministry on UTC's campus, and we are devoted to bringing college students to a deeper love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. It is such an honor to work with these college students each and every day. Um, the Lord has truly blessed me. But without any further intro, let's go ahead and get into it. Church, I have a question for you this morning that I want you to ask yourselves. Um, and that question is, have you ever wondered what God's will is for your life? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll say it again if you didn't hear it the first time. Um, have you ever wondered what God's will is for your life? Yes, amen. Um, but let us pray. Father, be with us here this morning. I pray that the words of my mouth and the thoughts and meditations of all of our hearts are pleasing unto you. Amen. First Thessalonians is the first letter that Paul wrote to the church of Thessalonica, and he wrote to reconnect with the church that he was once close with and to encourage them because they were under much persecution from the king. Rejoice always is Paul's first charge to the Thessalonians. To be overwhelmed with joy and delight is surely a good reminder for the church here. Pray without ceasing is Paul's second charge. What does that even mean? I can assure you that it is not possible to pray with our lips every moment of every day without stopping, but Paul is rather talking about a heart posture that is constantly in communion with the Father. Both of these I could preach an entirely um, different sermon on, and maybe whoever's preaching next week will hear this and uh, they can pick up one of those and, and do that. But finally, give thanks in all circumstances is the third and final charge in the trio and the one that we're going to spend the rest of our time on here today. These words carry much weight coming from Paul, for he was persecuted for his faith countless times on numerous occasions. He writes in 2 Corinthians, Five times I've received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship, though many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. If anyone knew what it meant to be persecuted for the cross of Christ, it was Paul. After everything he endured, and yet he still charges the Thessalonians to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and to give thanks in all circumstances. Now, church, what does it mean to give thanks? The definition of thanksgiving is to show an expression of gratitude. And now the definition of gratitude is actually the quality of being thankful. Right? So this is surely a circular definition. It wouldn't hold up in an argument. But... For today, I will be using gratitude and thanksgiving interchangeably. One of my mentors once said that gratitude is the secret sauce to life. And I truly believe it is, friends. Um, I started learning more and more about the practice of gratitude at the beginning of this year. And it has truly changed my perspective on almost everything. Whether it be getting frustrated setting up lights for a Tuesday night worship service, That has changed to being grateful for the opportunity to foster the Word of God being presented on the university campus. 
Whether it be our busy schedules, running from one thing to another, or, having, or never having a chance to catch my breath. That, is being chained, or that, that has been changed to being grateful for all of the different things that I get to do with my time and different people I get to be with. Whether it be staying up late, maybe even all night, preparing for this sermon, um, that has been changed to being grateful for the opportunity to share about some of the things the Lord's doing in my life and the things that he's been teaching me lately. Church, every circumstance can be viewed very differently through this lens of gratitude. And the action of giving thanks is all about actively using that lens to see the gratitude in those situations. Do not hear me say that after this realization, gratitude is something that's always present. Each time and every situation, we must choose to be grateful. And making this choice is how we give thanks. Now, church, what does it mean in all circumstances? Is it really possible to be thankful in all circumstances? Um, So I grew up around Nashville area, um, and I decided to go to the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, which is about two hours southeast. And not too many people from my high school went there, so to try to meet new people, I joined the club Ultimate Frisbee team. Um, And it was a pretty big group of guys. Uh, We would go to tournaments on weekends and have practices two to three times a week, Um, and we would end up spending a lot of time with those people. Uh, Fast forward to March of that year, right before spring break, and in our team's group message, the captain sent a a text um, and just said, be with one another, support one another. I love you all. I ended up getting a call a few minutes later. And Joe was one of my teammates and a good friend. But the night before, he had gotten to a car rack, ran off the road, and he had passed. He was only 19. Church, how am I supposed to give thanks in this circumstance? How do we give thanks... During financial hardship, the loss of a job, loneliness, anxiety, addiction, the loss of a loved one. When we ourselves feel lost, when our friendships are broken and bruised, how do we give thanks in these circumstances? Church, I believe the key word that Paul writes here is in. For we are not called to give thanks for all of our circumstances, but rather to give thanks in all of our circumstances. For we are not called to give thanks for all of our circumstances, but rather to give thanks in all of our circumstances. Now that same year, uh, freshman year, a couple of weeks later, It was a Tuesday night. The house was having its worship service. And I went, or I usually went every Tuesday night, but that week I was feeling a little sick. So I decided to not go. But I I did have a meeting after the service, so I ended up going to that. And as I was was walking toward the hub, I see this guy out of the corner of my eye. And he's sitting on the curb uh, with his head in his hands. I realized after a second look, that that was one of my teammates. 
we had met before, but we hadn't really gotten to know each other. So I went over, and I sat next to him. He had ended up leaving the house service early because he couldn't stop thinking about Joe. I remember not knowing what to do or say, but I just sat there with him. We ended up sitting there and hanging out for the rest of the night. And that guy's name is Franklin, and I would consider him one of my closest friends that I had in college, and still one of the closest friends that I have to this day. As for the whole team, I've never been closer with a large group of guys in my life. We suffered together. We were there for each other. We grieved loss with one another. We we developed so much love and cherished each other's friendship. Church, I will never be thankful for the loss of my friend, and I do not wish the loss of a loved one on anyone. It took me a while to reflect on the situation, um, to try to find things to be grateful for, or to be grateful in. I'm so thankful for my friend Franklin and his friendship. I'm thankful for a team. They became not just friends, but we became brothers. I'm so thankful, even more and so, for all of my friends that I have now, because they are a gift. Church, for we are not called to give thanks for all circumstances, but rather to give thanks in all circumstances. During financial hardship, we can be grateful for the family and friends that help carry us through. During the loss of a job, we can be grateful for the time to breathe and to begin something new. Loneliness. We can be grateful that God carries us in his hands. Anxiety. We can be grateful that God is always by our side. Addiction. We can be grateful that our God has the power to set us free. The loss of a loved one. We can be grateful for a community coming together to support you. When we ourselves feel lost, we can be grateful that our direction comes from God. When our friendships are broken and bruised, we can be grateful for reconciliation and forgiveness. Church, I do not know your specific situation, but I pray that you are able to find gratitude in all of your circumstances. It might take some time. It might even take years like it did for me. But I assure you, if you look for gratitude, there will never be a time where you come up empty-handed. For we are not called to give thanks for all circumstances, but rather to give thanks in all circumstances. Now, church, I want to bring your attention back to the question that I asked in the very beginning. Um, Have you ever wondered what God's will is for your life? Now, one of the things that I hear pretty regularly from the students is that they want to hear God's voice or that they want to distinguish God's voice from the voices of the world. In today's society, we're surrounded by so many noises, so many Voices always telling us different things. But how do we tell the difference between God's voice and the voices of the world? In church, I know this is not mutually exclusive to college students. I know we all have times where we're looking for direction or we're looking for God's voice. 
The end of verse 18 says, For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And this is absolutely talking about all three exhortations. They belong together, and it's not by chance that Paul included them together. God's divine will for our lives surely includes many things. But here today, I can tell you with full certainty that God wills these things for our lives, to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and to give thanks in all circumstances. My boss and one of our students lead a lunchtime discussion once every other week on hot topics that we as Christians are experiencing today. They're always preparing for these discussions as we're setting up for Tuesday night worship. Um, And both are very deep theological thinkers. Um, And each time they've been preparing, I interrupt and I ask, "So, so what's the answer, right? Is it yes or no? Should I believe it or not? And every time they say, you know that's not how this works, right? Every single time. Yeah, thanks for the laughter. Um, Church, there are a lot of things in our Christian life that may be nuanced or might have some slight gray area. But this is not one of them. Paul offers us a sincere kindness by saying, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, that you would rejoice always, that you would pray without ceasing, and that you would give thanks in all circumstances. Church, now who is someone who gives thanks in all circumstances? It's Jesus, right? Jesus gave thanks before feeding the 4,000. He took seven loaves and a few fish, gave thanks, and it multiplied. Jesus gave thanks before feeding the 5,000. This time he had five loaves and two fish. He gave thanks, and there was abundance. Jesus gave thanks to the Father for hearing his prayer to raise his friend Lazarus from the dead. Jesus gave thanks before the Passover meal, first before the wine, and then for the bread. He gave thanks even knowing that his betrayal was evident. There was no greater example of someone who gives thanks in all circumstances than Jesus. Church, what would it look like for us to be a people who are marked by rejoicing always? What would it look like for us to be a people who are marked by our constant communion with the Father in prayer? What would it look like for us to be a people who are marked by our abundant gratitude in all circumstances? For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, that you would rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks not for all circumstances, but in all circumstances. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for this church. Thank you for these students. Lord, I pray that we can become people who rejoice always, who pray without ceasing, and who give thanks in all circumstances. Amen. Um, Church, each week at the house, we like to...